nonfiction friends where truth is stranger than fiction. I am Rebecca. And I'm Josh. That's right. You know, for a second there, I thought I was going to intro and I was literally about to. <laughs> you were like, <gasps> and I was and like, I was like yeah, no, it's fine. I didn't. I think it's my turn. I faltered. Pretty sure it's, it's my turn. Fine. Welcome to nonfiction friends. <laughs> where uh, we're stranger than fiction. Yeah. You're what you're probably wondering why we brought you here. Well, we're actually here to interview you to see whether you're good enough to be one of our listeners. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you are. Spoiler alert, you are. If you've already been here, then you got the job. It's yours. Yay! Congratulations. Congratulations. Full time. You have to listen to us every week. Full time. No benefits. The benefit is that you get to hear our voices <laughs> in your ears every week. Every week. It's a great benefit, some would say. We're actually here today to give you tips to acing that next job interview that you have. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people um, have been looking for new jobs, you know, since, like post-COVID and everything. Yeah. Or maybe kids uh, that have just gotten out of school. Yeah. You know, you maybe jobs. you want a summer job, like your mm-hmm. first summer job. Yeah. Or I remember my first summer job. Do you? Yeah. Josh was a dishwasher uh, for an Italian restaurant, which, you know, there's a lot of like sauces in Italian cooking. <laughs> it's true. Very um, true. They gave me one shirt as a uniform. Oh, no. And Were you full time? No, I was part time. Oh, okay. Still but, low. Like, but still, like, you know. Messy occupation. Yeah. Um, and it was a white T-shirt. Oh, no. Uh, so by the end of, you know, the summer, it wasn't necessarily all white anymore. <laughs> There's some, I can imagine. some marinara over here <laughs> and some Alfredo over here. But, uh, marinara. And I will say, even after washing it, it's like it just had this scent on it. Yeah. That was just, yes, I work in a dishwasher. <laughs> My first job was uh, at a movie theater. I was a that's great. That's a great first. I you know. started as a concessionist. So I was the one who made the popcorn. How how'd you let me ask you this? How'd you do it? How did you not eat the popcorn all the time? Oh, I did eat the popcorn all the time. Oh, okay. That's well. the perk of the job. Free popcorn whenever you want it. Did you ever get sick of it? No, I'm still not sick of popcorn. I love popcorn. The smell, the flavor, making it's really satisfying, the popping noise and everything. Yeah. I love everything about movie theater popcorn. Now, are you more of a not butter person? Butter. All the butter. All the butter? It's not actually butter. Don't 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 blow my mind here. Uh, <laughs> it's buttered flavored coconut oil. I'm so sorry. So you're telling me, you know I don't like coconut. It's not coconutty. You know what it tastes like. It's butter. It's just butter flavored. At least the one that we use in our movie theater at the time. No, I'm pretty sure that's probably the butter standard. butter flavored coconut oil. I'm pretty sure the coconut oil thing is the standard. And not Co- the coconut, not the healthy kind of coconut oil. Oh. <laughs> the unhealthy coconut oil. There's an unhealthy kind? Well, yeah, because like regular, like in a jar coconut oil where, with like bits of the coconut? the coconut in it is healthy. 
So and it's clear. <laughs> why is there a bad coconut oil? Because <laughs> it's not as. I think it's like extra filtered or something. I don't know. I'm not a coconut oil expert. I just know that you putting butter on your popcorn does not make it healthier. Well, surprise to you, the the <laughs> Italian food isn't actually Italian. <laughs> I'd believe it. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> There's probably a lot of Americanized dishes Americanized, that aren't. Yeah, mm-hmm. like pizza that aren't traditional. But it was a traditional Italian restaurant, so I can the Nunzios. Like you can't like, it's very Italian. <laughs> that's very Italian. How many job interviews have I had? How do you think you've been in? Four. That's probably. it. Oh, okay. Off the top of my head, I think. Okay, I was expecting a lot more. No, I haven't. Maybe five. Yeah, probably five. Um, I'd say I've been through four in the last six years. Well, yeah. I don't know. I just like tend to stay in places for long periods of time. I don't That's know. That's fair. When I was at Disney, I interviewed a lot because I was constantly bouncing around to different roles to see what I enjoyed. Um, and then when I got here, I just kept interviewing for... Um, like I interviewed for full time and then I interviewed for a couple promotions, which obviously didn't get most of them. Um, but now I'm a makerspace technician instead of a circulation. So I got that one. So maybe don't listen to me on my advice <laughs> on the interviews. Cause I don't know if my track record's great, <laughs> but I here know. I am. <laughs> I always, <laughs> I don't know. My first interview, I like, you know, I was super nervous or whatever, but like as time goes on, I'm just like, more just just be yourself just be me like be yourself just everything will be fine and don't lie right (laughs) maybe that maybe embellish embellish yes i'm very good at these things but just be careful when you embellish because then if they hold because then it might might be responsibility later yeah i i think my personal number one thing look professional obviously don't show up in like jeans and a t-shirt and flip-flops and unless you're working for Ron John Surf Show. Well, perhaps. <laughs> be yourself for sure. And just be nice. Just smile a lot. Are you telling me to smile? No, I would never you, tell you. You're telling smile. me that, that I should smile more <laughs> often? Never say that. Uh no, my my number one thing and this is I learned this through uh well, through making a mistake. <laughs> As you learn most things. <laughs> yeah. Um Bring something with you to take notes on. Yes. To, yes. Uh, I don't know. Because it makes you look all the more like professional that you want this job, that you're very attentive to detail. Yes. Um, it shows that you're like listening, that mm-hmm. you're, you know. Um, that you're that invested. You, that you're invested, that you just didn't come unprepared. Right. Uh, I do have, <laughs> depending on who I'm interviewing with, like if someone like I somewhat know or... If it's like, I know that they can take a joke. I do have this gag interview thing that I do. Do you? Yes. Do tell. Uh, you might know of my tiny briefcase. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> with your business cards in it. Yeah, with my business cards in it and a <laughs> tiny pencil. <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend doing that to like a professional interview where you don't know anybody. Right. Blah, 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 blah. No. But that's just a fun gag gift to break the ice. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. That's very good. I wonder, but like, what if I like did took it into like a very professional setting, 
but I was like a hundred percent serious about it. Yeah. What if they were like, "Do you have a business card?" Or you were like, "Let me give you my business card," and then you pull out your tiny briefcase and then just be like, "Yes, here you are," and then just be <laughs> like, "What just happened?" Yeah. That's hysterical. I love that. Oh, and in my tiny briefcase, I have a miniaturized version of my resume. <laughs> So you can bring a copy of your resume to the job interview. Which you should also do. You should also do that, yeah. Don't yes. ruin my tips hey. here. You're, okay. you're jumping no, ahead. go right ahead. You're jumping ahead. Oh, wait, we have books. We have books. Uh, so in looking up stuff for interviews, we have The Young Adult's Survival Guide to Interviews, Finding the Job and Nailing the Interview by nailing. Rebecca Sack. <gasps> oh, I thought it was me. Nope. I was like, oh, I made a book. You did not write this. I didn't write a book. No, no. Uh, in 650.144. And then we also have Instant Interviews, 101 Ways to Get the Best Job of Your Life by Jeffrey Allen, also in 650.144. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. And if you need a little bit more, I don't know, guides to do interviews, if you're someone who likes to be very prepared, then yes, check these is, books out. Which is always a good thing. And you can never be too prepared, I think. That's a false. Well, I feel like when I do that, I like I start to overstress and I'm just that's like, true. That is fair. Remember, yeah. remember to take deep breaths whenever you're. Yeah. Remember to breathe. Yeah. You know, I have a tendency when I get nervous and I talk, I have a tendency to not take a breath. Skip breathing. So then I. Yeah. So then I have to like stop and go <gasps> like that. Not well, just like that was a dramatic reenactment. That sounds but. like a zombie. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Let's get into these interview tips that we have. We have 21 of them. Uh, the first one is to research the company and even the interviewers that are going to be in your interview. Uh, so, for example, you could go to the company's website and do a little research. That way you're prepared and you can start to think of questions that you have for them. Number two is to practice answers to common interview questions. I feel like this is a... Like no brainer. You can find, I think, in the other one, the survival guide to interviews, there are practice interview questions in there. You can just do a quick Google and see that as well. Uh, pays to reread the job description so you can think about examples from your past or current work that aligns with those requirements. So you can bring that up during your interview. Mm-hmm. Number four is something called the STAR method, which I have never heard of this before. Uh, so a star method in answering questions tells stories with a clear situation, task, action, and result. Star. I don't know if I like that. I don't. It's, I don't, it's it fine. complicated. I mean, if it if it works for other people, that's fine. But number five, recruit a friend to practice answering those questions that we had just talked about. Number six, prepare a list of references. You probably already put references on your um, resume, but it's always good. For future reference, future reference to reference. have a list of your references. Number seven is to be prepared with examples of work. This goes back to the rereading the job description and using examples from your work that aligns with that. Uh, number eight, prepare smart questions for the interviewer. So interviews are two-way streets. You are also interviewing them, sort of, to see if you actually do want that job. So it always pays to have questions ready because it shows them that you're thinking about what it would actually be like to work there. Uh, things like how is your performance measured, what are day-to-day responsibilities, and stuff like that. Uh, number nine, plan your interview attire the night before. 
Maybe look into the dress code. Iron, iron your clothes so they don't look wrinkled. Right. Make sure they're clean. Make sure there's no holes. Make sure they're not wrinkly. Make sure you're, if you have nail polish, make sure it's all nice and neat. Uh, if they do have a dress code, stick to that. Like, no, if you have tattoos, maybe maybe don't have them on display in your in your interview just in case. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is something that I've dealt with a lot, covering up my tattoos for job interviews. Uh, because then you can always find out later if tattoos are allowed or not. No, oh, for sure. Uh, where was I? Number 10, bring copies of your resume in a tiny little briefcase. See? <laughs> I'm prepared. And bring a notebook and pen, just like you said. Yeah. So that you can take notes about those questions that you asked. Uh, arrive 10 to 15 minutes early. This not only shows that you're eager, but it's gives you extra time to observe the You're workplace dynamics. Punctual. Punctual. Yes, never be late. Yeah. I was late for my job interview here because of traffic. Sure. But it wasn't by yeah. much. And I don't think they mind because I got the job, so. Yeah. Uh, make a great first impression. Again, appearance, confident See. body language, and a smile. See? Gag. Gag gift. Yeah. Just, hey, tiny briefcase. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> They'll never forget that. Number 13 is to treat everyone with respect. This goes without saying, but like even down to like people you encounter who are maybe like cleaning people or front desk people or security people. Just make sure you're nice to everyone because that will get back to them. Yeah. Uh, number 14 also goes without saying good manners, uh, handshakes, smiles, eye contact, all that good stuff. Positive body language, so no crossing your arms. Slouching. Slouching, which I'm guilty of all the time. Um, My natural state is slouch. Yes. So right. I, I don't. Mind you, I'm slouching right now. Uh, number 15 is authenticity and positivity. So be yourself. That's what we said before. Be yourself. Number 16, also something we mentioned, respond truthfully. Yeah. It's not always, you know, like you, you might think, especially when you get that question, what's your biggest flaw? I hate that question. I hate question. that question. Golly. <laughs> That's a trap. But, you know, it shows your future employer that you are maybe honest and open about yourself. Can't hurt. Unless My biggest flaw is I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, number 17, tie answers back to skills and accomplishments. So, again, you're always, like, talking yourself up whenever you can. For sure. That's probably a, a, a hard one for me. Yeah. It's just, like, because I never feel like, like, oh, I'm doing, like, all of this stuff, and I never realize I'm doing all of this right. stuff. Yeah. This is another good reason to bring your resume, because you can highlight and be like, see on my resume, it says, in case you forget or yeah. you, you forget to mention it. Uh, you can be like, this is what I did, and this is how it happened, and blah, 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 blah. Number 18, keep your answers concise and focused, which is something that I did just I didn't do just now. I was not concise and focused. I, yeah, was, I went blah, blah, blah. Ramble and ramble. Try not to ramble. That's my biggest, biggest flaw in interviews is I ramble. And I tend to talk in circles. 19, do not speak negatively about previous employers. Why did you leave saying. your last job? It was terrible. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, number 20, ask about your next steps. So um, when the interview's over, you want to know what's going to happen. Are they going to contact you? How long yeah. do you think it's going to take? And it's always good to clarify that because 
you know, like, when should you expect a response? Yeah. Should you expect a response at all? Is it going to be an email? Is it going to be a phone call? What happens afterwards? Is there going to be some sort of, like, background check? Things like that. And number 21 is to send a personalized thank you letter. And then um, so that you can send one to each interviewer, if you have multiple interviewers, you could ask for their business cards so that you get their contact information. I personally have never done this. I have never done this either. <laughs> but I can see a couple of instances where I should have. Uh, so it couldn't hurt, you know? It couldn't no, hurt. No, I don't think it could hurt. I just, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can see like maybe sending somebody an email like, hey, thanks again for interviewing me. And if you don't get the job, that might make the difference between you getting it the next time you know like if they have another position open up at the same place they might be like oh yeah they were really polite and they sent us the thank you card and everything like that so couldn't hurt could make the difference between getting the job and not getting the job could be next time for sure or even that time if you yeah. send them a thank you card they'd be like oh wow that's really nice of them let's give them a job maybe Who knows? i wish i wish <laughs> i could just do that you know yeah That'd be nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's it for my interview tips. These came from Indeed.com. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. Know, uh, legit. Yeah, legit job searching place Yeah, where, thingy. Where do you think is the best place to look for jobs? Uh, word of mouth. Word of mouth, okay. Going to the actual place that you want to work? No. I think just knowing people. I don't know. Like, my experience has always been, like, yes, I can look online. I can look on, like, Indeed. I can look Google. on Google. I can do uh, LinkedIn or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, just knowing people in the fields, knowing people that, like, if you're interested in a certain, like, area and you know where you want to work, like, I don't know, maybe get to know people that already work in that field mm -hmm. and, like, they can always keep an ear out. Like if a position's opening up, they can give you the um, the ins and outs of like what to know for an interview, right? Um, what the job is going to entail, mm -hmm. dress code, um, all that dress stuff. code, and all that stuff that you wouldn't maybe not necessarily have um, access to on like a job searching website, right? You know, very true. Good point. I know that. Um, Quite often here in the library, we get people who come in and ask to see if we're hiring because they want to work, like, in this location. So that can't hurt either. Like, if you know you want to work at the Publix by your house, maybe go to that Publix, introduce yourself to the manager, yeah. and ask them if they're hiring. Or, like, maybe they can give you some insider points of when they might be hiring and what to expect, like you were just saying. But just, you know, don't stalk the manager. Just be like, hey... No, for sure. I'd love to work here someday. And a lot of things that are like different in looking for jobs, like today, like most of everything is online. Right. Like there's no like internal applicants or like uh, most places that do that hold like their own job fairs, like right. on certain days, like Aldi's does. I know that like mm -hmm. they held job fairs on like certain days of the month and um, that's mm -hmm. when you can go and apply and whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just be aware, like know when they're hiring keep an ear out, maybe make some friends that already, you know, do the job. Yeah. And it's always a good idea to have your resume updated and ready to go. 
Oh, yeah. Keep that thing updated all the time. Every time you get a new job, every time you change your contact information, yeah. um, make sure your references are up to date. Make sure your references know their references because <laughs> yeah. otherwise they might be unprepared when they get a phone call from somebody and be like, oh, okay. And sure. that might reflect negatively on you. Yeah. Especially like if your reference is like one of your managers for your current job. Yeah. And like they don't know that you're leaving. <laughs> it's like, oh, well. <laughs> Are thou speaking from experience, Joshua? Yeah. No, 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 never. I would never. No. Well, I hope that we gave you something to think about if you're in the job market. I think that right now is actually a good time to find a job because it seems to me like people are hiring. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people, are, people hiring are hiring now. Yeah. Um, a lot of people coming into the library to utilize our free resources for resume building and stuff like that. So uh, don't forget, that's a resource for you. If you need help with your resume, there are lots of resources online and also offered by your library. Uh, yeah, so that's that's it. That's it for me. Okay. Uh, so moving on to what we are reading. Yes. Or have you read or started anything new? No, I'm still working on um, The Body is Not an Apology. So uh, nothing new for me. Appropriate for the uh, month of, you know, pride and everything. I have started a new book uh, uh-huh. recommended to me by one of our coworkers uh-huh. uh, called Gender Queer. Mm-hmm. Actually, I read it all in one day. Oh, good. Yeah. It's a graphic novel. Oh, okay, cool, so, cool, cool. But it's a very hefty graphic novel. It's like 240-something pages. Wow. Um, by uh, So Gender Qu- uh, Genderqueer by uh, Maya Kobabi. I f- think that's right. Okay. Um, and it's just like, I want to say like, it tells the story of um, their journey um, through their life as they like transitioned and tried discovered um their sexuality and um their pronouns and it was just a very fascinating read um and i don't know i i learned a lot and i um i don't know it was heartwarming to see someone's like journey to discovering all of that and like becoming themselves and everything mm-hmm. um I mean, not without some hardship and some, you know, difficulty, like, navigating new spaces of, like, discovering, like, pronouns and, like, um, having people, like, adjust to, like, how to address you and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I would say it's an absolutely, I think in my review on Goodreads, I said it was, like, an absolutely, like, necessary read. Like, cool. just to... I don't know if you're ever like curious about like what kind of like what that journey's kind of like mm-hmm. what um I don't know if you just want to know more about the community. I think this book does like very good in addressing those topics from a personal standpoint through someone's journey. And like it helped it helped contextualize what it meant to them and like I don't know, it helped me see like the like like I know pronouns are important, but like I never like considered like um you know how impactful it could be on someone's like psyche and like you know just to be called the wrong thing all the time you yeah. know and just like yeah um but yeah check out this book it's on hoopla actually so 
check it out yeah, from there. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, where where to read it, because it sounds awesome. It's on Hoopla? Yeah, it is on Hoopla. Cool. Um, perfect book for Pride Month, so check it out. Yeah. Very true, um, very true. We saw our summer reading program is still in full swing. Yes. Um, please check out our webpage on uh, osceolibrary.org for all of our information on how to sign up and where to go for programs and uh, how to you know get rewards. We have plenty of rewards. We have gift baskets and other things to give out uh, we have this gift summer. Baskets. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so if you want to win stuff or you like winning stuff, check it out. Oh, I like winning stuff. Can I win stuff? No, you work here. Oh, boo. So, but I read. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's true. <laughs> My reward is working here. You're, That's enough for me. There you go. <laughs> and with that, just remember we love our listeners. <laughs> That's nonfiction, friends. Did I get the job? Yeah.